This is the sermon podcast for Mosaic Church in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Committed to bringing the beauty of the gospel of Jesus to the broken places of our lives. Well, good morning, masked ones. It's uh, good to see your faces. Uh, You know, it's hard to respond to the preaching of the word if you normally respond by nodding your head or or uh, just your facial expression. Uh, I, I hope you'll be creative this morning. If, if the Spirit's speaking to you and you want to raise your hand or nod your head intensely, uh, I love that feedback. And uh, if he doesn't move uh, you to do that, that's fine too. Well, I, I love baptism. It is something... Uh, it's a way bigger deal than I think uh, we realize uh, to have God mark his little ones because of the faith of their parents. Uh, it's an amazing thing. And, and part of those vows that the parents took was they want to train up their child in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Uh, Another way to say that is we want to train our children so that they can find uh, the living word in this written word, the scriptures, the sacred writings, the Bible. Uh, We we believe that this book uh, ordained by God uh, contains reality and trains big people and little people in the reality of the world. Uh, So we want to use this book and our lives to train up our children to let them know that there are seen things and unseen things. There are material things and there are spiritual things. There are visible things and there are invisible things. And God is at the center of it all. This book is the, it could be renamed the book of reality. This isn't a little game book for religious people to decide if you're going to be Presbyterian or Anglican or Methodist or Roman Catholic. This isn't a little book for theologians to study and decide how they view uh, their theological understanding of everything. Uh, It's that, but it's much more. This book is about reading and the power of God opening our eyes to see reality. Reality. In, in all its fullness, how the world came to be, why things are reasonably messed up, and how in the world we can become whole and right again. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, baptism reminds all of us uh, that, oh, I, uh, let's, let's be serious about help being a part of opening our children's eyes to the fullness of all reality, both visible and invisible. Now, part of that process 
when in the Old Testament, uh, three times a year, Hebrew families, uh, the faithful, would make trips to Jerusalem, up to Jerusalem. Jerusalem was the highest elevation in the region. So they had to go up to Jerusalem three times a year for festivals. And these festivals were like fantastic, massive family reunions with God at the center. And on the way to the festival, uh, we think, uh, probably our best scholars uh, would, would guess, here's what happens. The families would be going, and extended families, they would be uh, traveling to Jerusalem, and they would be singing psalms. And there were a set of psalms called the Songs of Ascent, the songs of going up, uh, road songs for Jewish festivals. And uh, the psalm we're looking at today is Psalm 130, and it's, uh, it's written in your service of worship uh, this morning. Um, it's one of these songs of ascent. And if you were on a family trip, you can perhaps imagine uh, singing songs while, while you're going. I don't know if people still do that, uh, but it's a, it's a wonderful thing to do. And you're imagining they're going to celebrate God and who he is and what he has done for his people. Uh, and it's easy to imagine these songs being uh, praising him for who he is, praising him for what he's done, thanking him for the, his love. Uh, but there are a few of these 15 psalms that were used in this way. There are a few of them that don't exactly fit that pattern, and Psalm 130 is one of them. Um, so let's tune in, and we're going to just discover this road song for heading up to Jerusalem, up to worship the God of heaven and earth. And it starts out this way, out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. <laughs> That's quite a bit different than you'd expect for a road song to celebrate God. What is going on there? Why, why would one of their songs start out so depressing? Out of the depths, I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my cry for mercy. Hear my cry for help. Let your ears be attentive to it. I think here's one thing that was happening. As families were singing this psalm, they are trying to train up their children and they're trying to remind themselves as adults of reality, which includes their God. But they start this song, this is so hopeful to me. This psalm starts out and they're saying, children, adults, let me tell you about life. Life involves pain and suffering and desperation. It involves being in the depths, being in the darkness and not understanding it. 
And, and as they're crying out, they use God's personal name where it says Lord in all caps. Uh, that is Yahweh, uh, the, the name God gave to himself uh, for the people to know him. So, so here, starting out this song, here's what's being trained. Real life, real life involves hard stuff. And it's okay. It's normal. And the second thing it's teaching is real life not only involves this hard stuff, but our real God who created all things invites us to cry out to him. He doesn't want us to pretend like everything's wonderful when it's not. He invites us to cry out out of the depths that we're experiencing and to call on him. And he happily welcomes us into his arms in that situation. That is exciting news. There is no need to pretend. There's no need for unfounded optimism. There's no need for horrid, morbid pessimism. We can be real and honest with God, and he wants to hear us, and he wants to come alongside of us. That, I think, is part of what's going on in this song. It's like saying, let's sing this together. Life's a mess, and we can cry to God, and he'll hear us. Lord, the bottom's dropped out of my life. Lord, I'm facing some darkness right now that makes me have a sense of loneliness and isolation and just helplessness. Out of the depths I cry to you, oh God. And then it's as if the psalmist, the guy that's writing this, it's as if he says, oh my gosh, Lord, I'm calling out to you for help. I want to be rescued. Uh, and it's like the spirit kind of grabs his thinking and he's saying, uh, uh, but wait a minute, I, I'm, not, I'm not expecting you to rescue me because I'm so good. That's not it. I, you don't owe this to me. It's not my goodness that gets your attention, so you're going to rescue me. That's not my hope. He says, uh, if you, O Lord, kept a record of sins. This morning, we marked Savannah Grace and Evelyn with the mark of baptism. In the translation that you have in your service of worship, it says, Lord, if you should mark iniquities, who could stand? Aren't you glad, aren't you glad, believers, that God does not mark us by our iniquities? He does not define us by our weakness. He marks us with his sign of the covenant, and he envelops us in his loving kindness. But the psalmist, so they're, they're singing. The little kids are singing. Uh, Lord, if you should mark our iniquities, if you should keep a record of our wrongdoing, Lord, who could stand? Nobody. Uh, but, but with you there is forgiveness, therefore you are feared. 
with you for, uh, there is forgiveness that you may be feared. Here's another way to hear it. With you, there is forgiveness, therefore we worship you. Therefore, we reverence you. There is nothing like, friends, there is nothing like having a keen awareness of your failure to obey God in a specific way. There's nothing like being painfully aware of that and then having his forgiveness flood over you and the response is to fall down our, to our knees in worship. But with you there is forgiveness, therefore you're worshiped. You're held in reverence. You're something else, God. You're something else. You see what people through this psalm are, are teaching their children and reminding themselves of. The world is broken. I experience darkness and pain and suffering. But my God is one that I can run to and call out to and, and cry out for mercy. And it's not because I'm so good and worthy of that. If he should keep a record of sins, nobody, nobody could stand. But with him, there's forgiveness Therefore, you're worshipped and feared. You still with me out there? Yes? Oh, good. good. <laughs> um, listen to this next line. They're singing, I wait. In the midst of this reality, there's another reality. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. wonder what he means by waiting. Seems to be waiting for God's mercy, waiting to be rescued, waiting to be delivered from the darkness. He says, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I put my hope. In his book, I put my hope. I, I look to this picture of reality and the promises he's made and what it tells me about who I am and who he is and what he has done to rescue me. In his word, I put my hope. Now, he, he wants to give us a picture of what do I mean by waiting. So he goes on. They, they sing on. My soul waits for the Lord. More than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. Uh, now, in the ancient Near East, uh, there were walls around the city uh, to protect, for protection from enemies. And as I understand it, uh, at night, they would have night watchmen in various positions along the wall to, to warn the people uh, if an enemy were coming. Uh, they were there not, not as soldiers, simply to watch and warn. 
Now, you just imagine being on call a particular night, and it's dark and lonely, and how do you see an enemy coming? I, I have no clue in the dark. Uh, maybe, maybe they would have a lantern of some sort with them so they can look where they're going. Um, once in a while, even we adults in the dark get scared because it's unknown what, what's out there. But a long night, can you imagine the hours go on and you know it's important for you to stay awake and keep alert and keep your ears and eyes open? And can you imagine how you would long for daybreak? You would long for the sun to pop up over the horizon and just uh, and and everything would be okay then. It's like there's light and, and I'm off duty. My soul waits more than watchmen wait for the morning. Uh, I wonder if it's like this. We had some family trips where, uh, especially when we didn't have air conditioning in the vehicle, where I would drive all night and the family would be sleeping in the car. And uh, I, I'm a watchman of sorts going 70 miles an hour wanting to keep alert to protect my family. And uh, one of my favorite techniques was to try to slap myself as hard as I could to keep awake. Uh, boy, that's hard. Just slapping yourself as hard as you can. Uh, uh, you know, truck drivers used to use toothpicks to keep But I, I'm, you know, the eyes get heavy and you cannot wait until the sun breaks the darkness and, and you're in daylight, and everything changes at that moment. Uh, the psalmist is singing, my soul waits for the Lord. Here's what I mean. My soul longs for the Lord more than a watchman longs for the morning break of day. He yearns for it. More and watchmen wait for the morning. So you see, he's not just talking about my soul waits for the Lord. He's talking about this waiting with great anticipation for the end of the wait. Just as a watchman rejoices as daybreak hits, so too we who view reality according to the scriptures long for the break of day when the sun of righteousness rises. And our chaos and our darkness is dispelled by his light. And of course, if you know Christ, if you've entrusted your life to him, through repentance and faith and trust in him, uh, you, have, you have tasted the sun of righteousness rise on you, and you've seen his light shining within you, and it's transformed you. But we still wait and long for that day 
that he will show up and everyone, everyone will acknowledge him, will acknowledge him whether they believe or don't believe. All, every knee will bow. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. Then he says, O Israel, think in terms, O people of God. O people of God, put your hope in the Lord. Long for his promises to come to fruition in your life and in the life of our world. For with the Lord is unfailing love. With the Lord is steadfast love. With the Lord is loving kindness. O people of God, put your hope in the Lord because he loves you with an unfailing love. Are you here this morning and and kind of uh, exploring Christianity? You know, you're not really sure where you stand with it. Uh, We're so glad you're here. We think this is a great place to be, to be, to be exploring, to see if, if Jesus and his claims fit with reality like the Bible says they do. We're glad you're here. When you hear hope in the Lord because of his unfailing love, does that draw you do you have a sense, maybe even now, right now, that he's just, you can almost see him with open arms calling your name, saying, come on, come on, put your hope in me. I love you. I've given it all for you. For with the Lord's unfailing love and with him is full redemption, plentiful redemption, abundant redemption. He loves taking broken stuff and bringing it to its full place of restoration. Uh, Some of you are like that. You've got the image of God in you, uh, and uh, one way it comes out, you love to fix old cars. You love to fix uh, broken plumbing or broken electrical stuff or remodeling your home. Did you know that's a, that's a little seed of God's image in you? He loves restoring stuff. He just loves it. And he looks at us and says, oh, my goodness, what projects I've got here. He loves it. He counts it a privilege to be part of making us into the people he intends us to be. Well, the psalm finishes. uh, The family's finishing up the song, and they sing, he himself will redeem Israel. He himself will redeem the people of God from all their sins. And we know a little bit more than they knew when that song was written. We know today, as the believers in the Old Testament looked forward to the coming one who somehow was going to provide salvation and redemption for the world. 
today we can look back to when, when that coming one actually came, Jesus Christ the Lord, and he lived this perfect life like no man had been able to. And then he came to a point of paying the penalty for our failure to live up to our humanity. He took on all of our sin so that the scriptures actually say he became sin for us. And, and when, as that happened on the cross, all the judgment and wrath of the Father in heaven was poured out on the Son. The most awful event in the history of mankind and the most beautiful results ever. He took our sin and in exchange, he said, here's what I'm doing. As you will turn to me and live life on my terms, not yours, I'm going to take your sin and I'm going to exchange it, and I'm going to fill your spiritual bank account with all of my righteousness. And he said, all you've got to do to experience this righteousness, all you've got to do to withdraw it from your account is take your ATM card of faith, and every time you engage in believing in him, you receive his righteousness. Unlimited bank account of Christ's righteousness. Is that something to sing about? So friends, uh, here's reality. There's a God who made all the world and sin entered the world and messed everything up. But God would have none of it. He set about with a plan to overcome sin and one day bring that to full redemption so that one day, as Revelation says, every tear will be dried up, all things will be made new, everything will have been totally transformed. wonderful news. Let's pray and just ask God to uh, taste his goodness this morning. Lord Jesus, we, uh, we thank you for being a God of reality. We thank you that you call us as Christ followers to be the most realistic piece, people on the planet. We know how bad it can get and we know how good it's going to get. And Lord, we, uh, we fall down before you in awe and worship. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen. This is the sermon podcast for Mosaic Church in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 
committed to bringing the beauty of the gospel of Jesus to the broken places of our lives. 